Mike's Daily Podcast. What? It's been two days since I've done a podcast. It's got to be done now, then. It's FF episode 2216. Mike's Daily Podcast. 2216. My name is Mike Matthews. What do I mean? Let me see. I am singing to you about something that is very consequentially not very interesting. So I'll stop singing. Now I'm gonna sing some more. Here it's the end of the song. There you go. What do you want for? Nothing. Araba biscuit. Mike's daily podcast. We are going to cover some things on this podcast. You can catch all 2,216 podcasts at mikesdailypodcast.com. Podcast.com. Yeah. That's right. Mikesdailypodcast.com. I think I told you recently that I've been watching Midsummer Murders with my lovely lady friend. And the show takes place in this rural area in England where there's sort of these little villages and these policemen, they try and keep the peace and keep the detectives from, or, you know, keep the murders, the, the, the detectives trying to find who the murder is and all that. Every episode starts off with meeting all the funny, funky characters of the small town. I love funky character type shows. Little towns full of funky characters. I love Northern Exposure. Took place in the town of Rosalind, or no, Sicily, which is actually Rosalind, Washington, Sicily, Alaska. And all kinds of funny, funky characters. Twin Peaks was kind of like that. And so is Midsummer Murders. And every episode, you meet a whole new village and a whole new group of people. And so many actors are involved that they end up repeating the same actor. Even though the actor's playing a different character every time. You're like, wasn't that person in the episode with the lady that turned out she killed her husband because she caught him with someone else? And here's today's podcast picture. Oh, and there's a lot of that going on. A lot of cheating going on. A lot of little... There's some things kind of incestual going on. It, everything you can imagine is happening on Midsummer Murder. So I'm watching this. This show now still on the air. They're on their 21st season. They don't have all the original people that they had. Uh, they've gone through new cast members, new people come in to play different characters. So I'll tell you though, this is interesting. And the podcast picture is this guy, this guy right here, Basil the Boxer, the late great Basil the Boxer. Two years ago, we were driving somewhere and he had a big old smile on his face. He was having a good time. Uh, I spoke to the person who owns a boxer who is going through what Basil went through, starting to lose um, the being able to stand on the hind legs, and this guy is getting a harness for the back legs. He has a harness that he holds up the boxer with, um, and we were having this discussion about quality of life and all of that, and I guess the vet. Had told him, you know, what do you It's up to you, like, do you think The dog is happy now Uh, 
he, he can't run around and play with his friends anymore. You think he's depressed and all that. And I thought, I, I said to him, look, this is a dog that lives in the moment, right? I don't think they have these grand memories of, oh, I remember when I was able to walk and I was able to run around. They're just happy to be with you in that moment and to sniff and smell things you know, with their nose. They, they Their noses are picking up on all kinds of smells and scents. They get all their stimuli from that. So you shouldn't, I don't think you should end a dog's life if he's not suffering. I mean, the dog, his dog is doing really good as far as everything else. So we were having that discussion and commiserating. And see, I didn't have that. I went through all that with Basil, having to find out a lot about it on my own. But in the end, Basil was very happy. And he, and, you know, was just... they. It is interesting, though, in all of this, that they really like being near you. And he was telling me his dog is also the same way. Like, he can't leave the room. The dog will start to whine and go, hey, where'd you go? You have to have the dog with you all the time. Like, he wants to make sure you're okay. And I think that's part of the canine mind is they're always interested in their owner. Like, is is he or she okay? Where are they? Are they okay? Is it because... They feed the, the the owner feeds the canine And he wants to know where the food is And well maybe But It's good to have A way of being able to talk About what you're going through With someone else To be able to Commiserate And have a, a, a therapy group As it were So I was giving him All the stuff that I'd gone through and it's interesting because he he's one of these guys that likes to talk, 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 talk and not really listen, listen, listen. So that taught me a little bit today about having to use your ears. You have two ears before you have the one mouth. And here I'm giving him some great advice because I, I have gone through from where he is now to the bitter, bitter end. And he wasn't like... Really, he was just kind of talking. Eventually, I don't know. Maybe something I said got through into his brain. Hopefully. Hey, here's the thing. So back to Midsummer Murders. That whole show with all the strange characters, it gets into my dreams with all the funky characters in these little villages and these small towns and stuff. It's very interesting. The show's having an effect And I mean that's not the first show Obviously a lot of what I watch Gets into my dreams Maybe even gets into the podcast Oh it did get into my podcast And there you go Well so much for that Hey did you know that approximately That there are approximately 700 kinds of bacteria Per square inch That live on the average steering wheel What? As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Compare that to 80 types of bacteria that can be found on the average toilet seat in a public restroom. Consumers view their car like they do their home as a safe haven. Properly cleaning and disinfecting our cars is something most drivers overlook. Let's see... 
Vacuum your car regularly to remove debris and crumbs, thereby reducing the growth of bacteria. And clean the touch points of your car with disinfecting cleanser. Use hand sanitizer on a microfiber towel if you are in a pinch. To avoid damaging surfaces, test in a hidden area first to make sure the product doesn't affect the color or finish and avoid using ammonia or alcohol-based cleaners on touch screens as they can remove anti-glare coatings from the screen. Some cleaners, by their nature and alcohol content, can dry out leather or vinyl surfaces, or you should be careful not to oversaturate the surface. Don't leave the cleaner on for a prolonged period of time. Use only a cool surface and out of direct sunlight. After cleaning, apply your favorite surface protectant or conditioner to help prolong the life of materials. That car seat strapped in your vehicle can be a hotbed of germs. A study uh, found that children's car seats contain more harmful bacteria than any permanent part of your car. The study found that 16% of those surveyed never washed their child's car seat. To clean it, remove the fabric cover for washing in soapy cold water, air dry it to prevent shrinking, sanitize the plastic components, and seat belts with disinfectant before reassembly. There was a thing I remember hearing a story about a year ago, just as the pandemic was ramping up. That Ford or GM or somebody was coming up with the car that would, you could leave the car and press a button and the inside of the car with the temperature would raise up to a, a, a temperature that the bacteria would no longer survive in or the or coronavirus would never survive in. I didn't hear much just... I caught that a couple places. I think it might have been true. But in hindsight, that means, too, if you raise the temperature in the car, I mean, anything you have in there, your Coke, your drink, whatever, is going, it's going to be boiling when you come back. So, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have done a podcast today. But thanks for sticking with me. Look who's here outside a cafe anyway. Hi, Mac. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled field player, tell you what. What? What is it that smells so good, Mike? It's that crockpot lasagna I'm making. Yes, crockpot lasagna. Lots of squash. Yes, lasagna noodles. And I grabbed some spaghetti sauce. It's very, very simple. Took me like two minutes to put together, but then you gotta let it sit for like four hours. So I'll let you know how it is. Thanks, can I just have some? No, look who else is here. Hello, Mike, I make the delicious root beer. Have some right now. Ah, ah. Next show, it's going to be the wonderful Shelly Shoot. Uh, no, Benita, no. Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Family, one of the characters. Drink my root beer right now, I'll cut you. Oh, why? Why say that? So unnecessary. Well, I had a bunch of other things to talk about Like when you know someone that Every time you see that person The same, this, the same person will 
tell you the exact same story over and over and over again. I cannot stand that. <laughs> if you tell me the same story once, all right, fine. Thank you. I may have found the story interesting. Then you tell me the story again. Okay, first you don't remember that you told me that same story before. Why are you telling me again? Is the, do I make that little impression of you? I think some people do it because they just... It's like a natural... Maybe they feel nervous about not knowing what to say or, or, feel, or not being... A, if they don't put any words out there, they feel awkward. So they just say whatever. And they come up with... That, that, oh, there's that go-to story I have. That's that go-to topic I know a lot about. Bam, and then there, there they go again. The same story. That's great and everything. If there's a relative or a friend that maybe they tell you the same story so many times, then that friend or acquaintance or whatever dies. And because they've told you that same story over and over again, it is embedded in your brain. That actually happened with my dad. He would tell the same story about, well, a couple things from his interesting days working in show business. So, I mean, that was helpful there. But when you are actually sitting through it and hearing that, so, oh no, here we go again. Here we go again On my own Going down the Podcast end Of the podcast is the end of the road Here is what I'm saying It's a nightmare of a show Next show maybe my brain will be working better And we'll have those people I mentioned earlier And if you'd like to chime in about anything That we covered you can call me 336-MM-DAILY That's 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM is a Mike Matthews daily As in what this podcast Tries to be And maybe will be This week we'll see So take it away Frank Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.